This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermerver, and today in episode 127, we are going to be look at, looking at online poetry resources because April is National Poetry Month. Now, I hope you are listening to this even if you don't like poetry, or perhaps especially if you don't like poetry, because I grew up not really understanding poetry at all. I didn't have any teachers who were good at explaining it to me and I really just didn't see the point and didn't understand how you were supposed to know what I was saying. I really learned to appreciate poetry at when I was at college. I had a girl who lived in the room next to me who unlocked it for me and spent time explaining to me how it worked. And then when I taught my own kids and I was homeschooling, it was great because I could share that knowledge with them and unlock the secrets of poetry. And all of them, to some degree, have learned to appreciate poetry. So today's episode, I'm going to be dividing it into two parts. First of all, looking at resources that help you teach your children poetry appreciation. And secondly, how to teach them how to write poetry. So the first thing is you've got to realize there are lots of different types of poetry. You know, when you, when I say poetry, you may be just thinking Emily Dickinson, uh, Robert Frost, uh, maybe William Wordsworth, some of the older people. But there are exciting new uh, poetry forms and poets that your children might find a lot more accessible. And in addition, you've got if you've got younger children, just remember things like nursery rhymes. That's a form of poetry. So you've got your starting off when they're young. You just as a mom probably recite your kids' uh, nursery rhymes anyway. And then as it's starting to get older, kids, the younger kids love nonsense poems. So you've got your limericks by Edward Lear. And there's a lot of like fun poems by Ogden Nash and other humorous poets that you can introduce them to. So they start to understand that poetry isn't just dull and boring. Then, you know, obviously at some point you are going to introduce the classics, but also Introduce them to spoken word. And if you don't know what spoken word is, it's it's a much more recent form of poetry uh, that your kids may actually feel like they understand a lot better. You can find a lot of it online. And in fact, a really well-known example now is Amanda Gorman, who recited her poem, The Hill We Climb, at uh, Biden's inauguration. And it's well worth your kids sitting and listening to it to introduce them to that form of poetry. So... One of the things I want to say to you is to help your children appreciate poetry, they should listen to it. And uh, I said her poem, it's, it's, it's a bit long, so you probably won't find your younger ones being able to listen to it. And I'm going to give you some ideas for them. But that is a really good one to start with. Then you can find actually on um, lock.gov, which is where you find uh, um, a lot of your free government resources. They actually have a poetry 180 site. 
I'm going to have the links to this and all other links in the show notes. And you can find those at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. But you can also Google Poetry 180 and you would find it. And basically the idea behind this is that for every day of the year, the guy who's running this um, website has a poem that really it's for middle and high schoolers but the poem is there and they can read it and you could discuss it together perhaps over breakfast also the on that site there are some modern day poets who have chosen their favorite poem and they not only read it so they've got things like um, emily dickinson that they read but then they also discuss the poem and unlock it so that's something else if you don't feel like you have a clue that's a good place to go to uh, then Ted Ed has a couple of good resources, um, and one of them that's great for younger kids is a series called There's a Poem for That, and I'm going to put the link to the YouTube playlist. These are animated versions of well-known poems, so like for instance they have um, some Robert Frost on there, uh, The Road Not Taken I think is the one that they have, and so it's read, but at the same time you actually see it. So it helps your kids who may be struggling to visualize what the poem, poet's saying. It just helps bring a poem to life. And they've got a number of different poems there, which would be really cool to go through. Um, Ted Ed also has just a lot about uh, poetry appreciation and how poetry works. And I'm going to put a link to just how the search that would help you find it on ed.ted.com. And um, you've got lessons on there like Jabberwocky, one of literature's best bits of nonsense, which is by Lewis Carroll, of course. Then there's another little video, and these videos are all sort of five to ten minutes long. That's why Shakespeare loved iambic pentameter, but it's entitled Poetry, Pentameter, and Pirates. So that's something that will probably get the attention of your kids. And um, there are a lot of other lessons in there too, so you could also search for something more specific. There's another one called The Pleasure of Poetic Pattern. Um, become a slam poet in five steps. So that's perhaps, you know, more about how to, to write poetry. But there's just a lot that you can find on this website, which is, uh, say, TED Ed, and if you search on poetry. Uh, then PBS has um, quite a few resources too, but I'm going to particularly point you to one that is called Elements of Poetry. And it's an interactive uh, lesson, so which means that you could either set it to your kids to do, or you could sit with them, you could do it together as a family, but you wouldn't have to come up with the questions or anything, it's all there. There's 10 slides essentially that you work through, and it leads you along with questions, etc. And they use uh, Maya Angelou's poem Caged Bird to actually illustrate it. So it goes through different elements of poetry, explains how po poems work. So if you've never done any poetry and you're looking to do something with your middle and high schoolers, that would be a really good place to start. And then finally, under the appreciation, I want to tell you that if you want to do an entire year of poetry with a high schooler for elective credit, I would suggest you go and look at hidethechocolate.com. They have a poetry study for high school. And right now, because it's uh, National Poetry Month, I'm guessing they actually have it on special. So great to grab it now for the new year. But, but I do know one student who has done it and she really enjoyed it. So what happens is they take a poem um, and they unpack it. It's, it's a self-paced class, by the way, but it's like, you know, week by week, the kids go through it and they explain elements, etc. in it. And then there is a, a movie that has been inspired by that poem. And there are, in, in total, there are um, 10 different 
poems that get covered and obviously there's 10 movies that go with it and I'm just having a look at the actual website right now. For instance they do um, William Blake and then they use Chariots of Fire and um, William Yates, Memphis Bell, Robert Frost, The Outsiders, Langston Hughes, A Raisin in the Sun, Walt Whitman, Dead Poets Society. So, uh, and they spread this, you know, over um, a course of a year. And there's also some grammar that they introduce in there. They have uh, trivia games. There's some writing instruction. So it's it's a really good, well-balanced uh, course that you can use with your high schoolers. So let's move on now to writing poetry. And I found a really great website a couple months ago when I was creating for Funda Funda, our, our show sponsor, I was creating their writing fun class for middle schoolers. And I thought, well, I wanted to add in some fun poetry. And uh, I actually got them to write limericks because those are just fun. But I wanted to teach them a little bit about poetry. And I found the site called Poetry4. It's the number four, poetryforkids.com. And there are, there are poems that you can listen to, etc., and you can choose them by grade level. But the part that I really liked was they have poetry writing, writing lessons. And so you can go in there and they actually like take you through different things. The author, it's, it's really, um, he's, he's done it really well. And so I, I just literally, when we got there, I just assigned it to the kids. Like they've got how to write funny poetry. Chapter one, writing poetry. Chapter two, how to rhyme. Chapter three, choosing a topic. Chapter four, making it funny. Chapter five, types of funny poems. That's just one section. He then goes, there's another whole section, rhythm in poetry, poetic forms, other poetic styles. So there's like how to write a funny list poem, how to write a silly song parody. Because remember, songs are poetry too. Um, how to host an open mic poetry party. He's just got all kinds. He's got lesson plans for teachers as well. It's, there is just a lot. Also on this website, he has, um, uh, let me try and find, it's under the lessons again. He has a rhyming dictionary and a poetic terms dictionary. So if you like, you know, you, you're studying poetry and your kid gets a term they've never heard of, this is a really great place because it's written in language accessible to students. And then the rhyming dictionary allows you to put in a word and find a rhyme because you know how frustrating it is when you're writing a poem and you cannot think of a word when he has a writing dictionary on the website. So it's just really cool all round. And then the last site I want to tell you about, I think your kids will really like this one. It's actually by Google. Um, well, it's on sites.research.google and it's called Verse by Verse. And it's essentially, uh, an, it's AI helping you write poetry. So you get on here and it tells you, okay, let's write a poem. Then it says, select up to three poets to inspire you. And there's a whole page full of poets. So let's say, for instance, I, I want to pick um, Robert Frost. I can pick Emma Lazarus, um, who wrote The New Colossus, and I could pick Phyllis Wheatley. Then you click on Next, and you choose whether you want to write a quatrain, a couplet, or free verse. So I'm going to let it have quatrain, and ask you how many syllables 
for each line of verse. The uh, default is nine. I'm just going to leave it there, but you can change it. Also asks how, what you want your rhyming scheme to be. So whether it's ABAB, AABB, or etc., even if you want none. And when you finish that, you click on next again. So your kids are going to have fun here. Then you write the first line of poem, of your poem, and make sure it has nine syllables. And when you finish that, you click on the second line. It actually says verse two, but it's not really verse. It's actually line two. And when you click on that, it gives you choices of lines in the style of each of those poets, or perhaps are from the actual poems. They give you a... A, those are called your muses and they will give you lines that you can choose if you don't like any of them you can ask to refresh and it will give you even more and so you can go through and your kids can like select from them so it's not entirely writing from scratch and it's just a fun way of starting to write your first poems and uh, I, I think I had fun I, I wrote one I didn't keep it up here but um, I spent about 10 or 15 minutes playing with this when I discovered this earlier today when I was just looking for other resources that I perhaps didn't know about and I definitely think this is something that you want to have some fun doing together as a family. Well, I hope that those have given you some new ideas. I didn't want to overwhelm you, so I really just tried to come up with ones that I thought were particularly excellent for you to take a look at. And as I said, if you want, if you really think that you can't encourage your middle schoolers to write poetry, you can sign them up for Finder Funders Writing Fund class next year, and we do include some poetry in that. Don't forget, we have a um, a Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology community so you can come and join us there you can either just look for it on facebook or you can again go to the show notes and click on the link if you have a minute and could write us a rating or review or if you could recommend the podcast to a friend i would really appreciate it obviously i don't really make any money out of this and it will be nice just to know that more people out there are actually getting some benefit as i share things that i find related to tech Well, that's all for now. Thanks for listening again, and I will see you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.